Drunk Botany, Episode 4. Hoist a glass and prepare to enter a world of gardens, brews, botany, and booze. Here's your host, Bill Creation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Drunk Botany. I'm your host, Phil Creation. I hope you enjoyed the last episode as our first mixology cocktail episode and a brief break from gardening, but back to the grindstone it is. And I apologize in advance for not having a guest today. For today's episode, I will be drinking whiskey sours made with the legendary Irish whiskey Tullamore Dew. Do the do. This is because I have a slight cold coming on, and I'm trying to hide it for the microphone. Full disclosure, I've already attempted to record this episode, but I forgot to hit the record button, and I talked for like 15-20 minutes and drank a couple of cocktails, so I'm a little bit behind on this one, or ahead if you will. So today's episode is back to gardening topics. We are discussing Hardening Off, which is not the title of a porn, uh, as far as I know, but is in fact a very important plant term, especially if you are working with seed. And if you've been listening to this show the entire time, I sure hope that you are. Now, if you have purchased transplants, which are the plants that you buy at stores like Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or roadside stands, which is what I prefer, this process is more likely than not already taken place. Uh, Chances are, when you go to these places, you'll be purchasing your plants outside, they will have seen the sun, and they're basically ready to go. If you have started seeds yourself, chances are you have been using a controlled environment such as your house to get everything started. What you will be doing is taking your plant babies from a controlled environment such as a greenhouse that I discussed how to create in a previous episode into the exterior of your home. You will be introducing your plants to the state of nature. And as Hobbes once said, life in the state of nature is nasty, brutish, and short. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the quote that I learned in high school humanities, so bear with me. Your goal as a gardener right now is to ensure that despite nasty and brutish, life for your plants must not be short. Now, the exterior of your home is a very dangerous place. The world around you is always trying to kill you and your plants through storms, rapid changes in temperature, any number of hostile things happen outside of your home, which is probably the whole reason that we build them in the first place. What your goal as a mad scientist gardener is to prepare your little plants to survive and thrive in this exterior environment, and you can do it, and here is how. Hardening off is the process of gradually introducing your young plants, to the elements. Some people say that what you're trying to do is to 
acclimate your plants to the harsh winds and the rapid temperature changes that happen, uh, as opposed to the still and relatively stable environment of your home. However, the thing that I think that kills plants, as well as humans and starving artists, is exposure. The sun is a brutal force, and exposed to your skin without sunblock will cause sunburn or suntan, depending on how vigilant you are. In this instance, we want to be vigilant and we want to focus on a perfect tan for our little plant babies. The way that we will do this is by gradually exposing our plants to the sun. To do this, I prefer to play things on the conservative side and expose my plants to a shady spot before I expose them to a sunny spot. This will give your plants access to the wind and the rapid changes in temperature without exposure to the sun per se. The way in which I like to do this is if you have properly started your seeds and potted them up into solo cups or cans, as I discussed previously, you can put them in containers that make it easy to bring inside and outside of the house. Now, I don't mean to advocate any sort of federal or criminal crime, but if you were to use a four-gallon milk container or if you are not a criminal, a Yaffa block as I use, you could fit roughly 16 solo cups or 20 cans containing plants into this Yaffa block. Now, if you're doing more than that, one of the reasons why I recommend a Yaffa block or other such stackable, easy to carry container is that you can, in fact, stack them. Immediately outside of my house, I have a sunroom which gains access to sunlight at indirect angles and is slightly warmer than the outside, but still much more volatile in temperature than the interior of my house. I like to use these Yaffa blocks to carry large groups of plants and place them where I want outside. Now, when hardening off your plants, you want to start off by taking them to a slightly shady spot under a tree or something like that on a nice, calm day. So wait until spring. If you're trying to harden off your plants in December, you are destined for failure unless you live in, like, Florida or something. Uh, again, things like the Old Farmer's Almanac and the Weather Channel are going to be your friend in relation to this particular podcast. Since I mostly grow tomatoes, which are not really a hardy plant, rather the opposite. I prefer to be conservative in how I harden off my plants. Some things that you'll read or learn about will suggest going immediately into an hour in the shade. I don't like to do that. I like to wait until spring arrives and the temperatures tend to get a little balmy in the daytime. And that's when I like to go outside, and I like to start at 15 to 20 minute intervals. On the first day that I choose to harden off my plants, I take my tomatoes in their Yaffa block and put them under my shady tree for about 15 minutes. The following day, if it also happens to be nice, I like to take them out for a half an hour. The timer feature on your cell phone or on your kitchen stove are ideal tools to use at this time, However, 
if you trust yourself, you can also time it to your television watching schedule. On the third day, I like to go outside for 45 minutes, and then on the fourth day, I like to go out for an hour. Once I go to an hour, I like to stretch to an hour and a half, and then on up to two hours until I've gone to three hours in the shade. After I've gone from three hours in the shade, I start to introduce my plants gradually to the sunlight. Again, I don't want my plants to sunburn, so I will go for 15 minutes in the sun, and then 30 minutes in the sun, and then 45 minutes in the sun, and then an hour in the sun. I like to start early. The other advice that I have to give to you is not to go right into this if the weather is poor. Again, we all know the rhyme that April showers bring May flowers, but April showers are your enemy. Despite how warm it has been in a given spring, the rainfall will always be colder than the ambient temperature. The coldness of this rain will stick with your plant, and it will dampen off and kill your plants. I give you this warning because I lost a good half of my plants this year to hasty hardening off processes. I actually had to have my father bail me out. Shame. My father, on the other hand, grows a lot of hybrids, and I prefer heirlooms, so this year's garden has a skew in the direction of the hybrid varieties for me. It is perhaps a little late in the episode now to mention this, but if you have been starting your seeds indoors, and you have gradually potted up but not quite taking your plants outside, this is an example of when I would be putting my plants into my sunroom, which is a little bit more temperate than outside. I like to introduce, at this point, a small oscillating fan. If you have a small fan gradually blowing a gentle current of air across your young seedlings, you will strengthen their base stalks early. Again, this is definitely something you do for tomatoes. I don't know if you do it for other plants. We'll discuss that in the future as you and I both learn more. But this will also produce a hardier plant and will help alleviate the stress associated with hardening off your plants. I recommend the fan because in the real world, which is nasty brutish in short, Winds do blow, and insane winds can break the stems of your plants. If you weather your plants from the get-go, the natural environment will only toughen them further, but they will have already gained a huge advantage on the system. Another thing that I would mention is that you want to make sure that you choose a nice balmy day. If it's raining and terrible outside, don't harden off your plants. Skip this day. Skip this week if you have to. You don't want to be in the same situation that I was in and have to kiss all of your beautiful plant babies goodbye. I feel like I've missed a great deal in this episode, but the subject matter is actually very simple, albeit very short-winded and very important. I don't really know what I'm going to put into the show notes page. Perhaps I'll find a reputable link. 
that explains this process textually. But in the meantime, I hope to see you next week, and I hope that you are proud of the gardening that you have done, and I hope that you're exciting for the season to come. I guess that's it. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Drunk Botany. Visit us at drunkbotany.com to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll join you next week.